Hey everyone, welcome to Mountain Made with Jess. This is your host, Jess Kissling, and my favorite little girl. Favorite child. Favorite daughter, <laughs> JC Lee. She is my sweet little 13-year-old that I can't believe is 13. She is, how would you explain yourself? Crazy. <laughs> introduce yourself to the audience. I don't, I don't know how to introduce myself. <laughs> What do you like? What are you into? Drawing. Drawing. You do love art. Yeah. She's amazing at art, actually. Mm. You are. Mm. Just say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Move on with life. <laughs> what else do you enjoy doing? Um, reading. Reading, I yeah. Like to read. You're a big reader. What are you reading right now? Um, I forgot what it's called. Pretend she's here. Pretend she's here. Is it good? Yeah, the girls... Don't ruin it for anybody that wants to read it. Is it good? Well, it's just the beginning of it. Oh, okay. The girl's family's daughter dies, and it's her best friend, and then they kidnap her friend, and then they become... And then she then they turn her into her daughter that died. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. It's insane. She's a, she's an amazing little... I don't want to say little, because she's getting older now. Tween. Teen. She's a teen, which... If you have a teen or you've had a teen. <laughs> it's fun, isn't it, Mom? <laughs> it is. She's my little buddy. I've teased her for a while that I... Um, brainwashed me. Brainwashed her. And if you've watched Gilmore Girls, the relationship between Lorelai and Rory in Gilmore Girls, yep. I feel like that parallels our relationship a lot. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> so we have a pretty good relationship, I feel like. Do you feel like we do? Yeah. Pretty open communication. Very. <laughs> Maybe a little too yeah. open. <laughs> just a little sometimes. <laughs> but also, I try to be your mom and not just your best friend. Yeah. I'm your mom first and then you're yeah, my you best friend. You lecture me and then I'm, then you're my friend about it. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your thoughts when I said, hey, do you want to do a podcast with me? I thought, hey, finally, I've been begging for a year. <laughs> You've been begging? Yeah. You've more been begging for, like, to go on a retreat, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, more that. I feel like the podcast you've been a little skeptical about. At first, I thought it would be stupid. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But now I think it would be fun. Like, yeah. I thought it would be fun for a while. Yeah. And then I kept asking, and you said, not yet. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Not yet. Do you know do you know my reasoning on that? No. Kind of. Okay, what what do you think it would be? Well, I remember you saying that you like didn't want um yeah, you say cuz I can't think of it. You do it. You say. <laughs> so, I'm very much I don't want to say fly by the seat of my pants, but kind of. Um but also You're very fly by the seat of your pants. <laughs> don't but, even lie. But also I go I I want to Go off of what feels right when it feels right. And I have I have a really um, strong feeling that when things are supposed to happen, they do in the right time. And so I think you're on in the right time that you're supposed to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think there's been other times with other people that maybe we've had to reschedule or things haven't lined up to where we've, you know, maybe I haven't had somebody on the podcast yet. I truly believe it's for a reason and that they're on when they're supposed to be. So I feel like you're on, on this episode for a specific reason. Maybe there's one mom that'll listen or one mom and daughter that will listen mm -hmm. or I don't know, somebody that maybe doesn't even have kids yet. Yeah. It'll hear something That'll translate into yeah, helping their daughter they, later. They can brainwash their kids with Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> I think brainwashing <laughs> is the wrong term. <laughs> I think it matches. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know how we, we've kept a really good, I would say we've kept a good relationship, but when you were like. When I was little, I didn't like you. Yeah. We fought over clothes a lot. We fought over everything. Yeah. She was a difficult, difficult child. <laughs> Very stubborn. Yeah. And independent. I still which, am very stubborn and independent and, and sassy. But you've learned how to control it. A little bit. A lot better. A little bit. A lot better. A little bit. 
you're a good kid and I am grateful for you. So grateful for you. There's times that I wonder what the heck I did Who knows? <laughs> to get a daughter as great as you because you're, you're my best friend. I mean, other than Aww. your dad, he's probably my, you're my best friend daughter. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> um, she's one of the, she's one of the main people that I talk to. I mean, I don't lay all my problems on her. Yeah, not at all. But if I have something Sometimes exciting, I beg you to tell me something and you won't. Yeah. Just because I don't want to drag her into all my drama. But what if I want to know? Well, certain things that kids Fine. don't need to know. You don't need to worry about. Fine. Anyway, I just, I do feel like she is like my biggest cheerleader in things. <laughs> do you feel like that? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. There's, there's just a lot of times that you're super supportive with things. And you get, like, my vision with the podcast or with the Mountain Maid stuff with their tree. I just understand your brain. Yeah. Which is hard to do. (laughs) 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 Um, No, I do. I feel like you're a very big supporter. And you're going to cheer me on, but you also will tell me if I'm, I don't know. I don't want to say out of line, but, like, if I'm. But, yeah. Yeah. You're not afraid to be like, mm, no, not that one. Pick this one. Oh, if I'm, I'm not afraid to say you're, that. You're not afraid to share your opinion. Mm-mm. I mean, you're not Mm-mm. you're not mean about it anymore. When you were, anymore. <laughs> when you were younger, you were very blunt. You're just thinking about that one time. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> there is there's a lot about you that I think you get from your dad. Oh, yes. <laughs> you're a lot like your dad and I think that's why we jive a lot is because me and your dad jive really well together and we are different but we're super similar it, it's very weird because we yeah. have so many differences but we're so similar in ways we mesh very well I yeah think. but we're hoping that stays because you're only 13 so I'm hoping hoping you stay a good kid and a good human. Yeah. That's my goal is to raise a good human. That's You saying you have it? No, I'm saying that's <laughs> my goal is to raise, you know, my kids to be good adults. Good people. I want you guys to be around people and have them I don't want to say like think well of you, but like be impressed with how you act and your manners and yeah. your work ethic and your values, that kind of stuff. Cuz that's important. I don't want to raise assholes. <laughs> I mean, I mean honestly. Sorry, I. <laughs> sorry, I try. I'll try to keep the swearing. No, it's deal. Funny. Well, not for for other people too, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I have a few questions from other people, and I have a couple questions for me. And if there's anything you want to <laughs> talk about, uh-uh. I couldn't think of anything. You couldn't think sorry. of anything. Okay, we're just gonna let this conversation flow. There was um, one question that I got that I thought was really good. Um, she asked, she said, JC, when you're having a hard day, what do you need from your mom? I know this sounds stupid, but like, <laughs> the fact that the first thing that goes to my mind is like food and being alone. Food and being alone. So you yeah. need me to give you snacks and pat you on the head and leave you alone? Yeah, or it depends on the day. Because, like, if I'm really upset about something, I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then if it's just, like, I'm kind of upset about it, I don't really want to talk to it, about it, then I want alone time. Okay. So how would you say, do you communicate that? If you need something, do you feel like you're able to talk to me about it versus when you just need me to leave you alone? Except for, yeah, except for when, like, you make me talk about it because you think that I have to talk about it even though I don't want to. Okay, so I guess I need to do better in not forcing you to talk about things. Mm-hmm. There was that one time that you forced me to and I really didn't want to. But that one person said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's something I feel like you needed to get off your chest. Kind of, but I also just didn't want to talk about it because I was sick of it. Mm. Oh, you're talking about the, the other one. Yeah, with so you're that talking. Oh, I'm not okay. With anymore. 
Okay. So I was thinking about the other one, the other one you wanted to talk to me. So let's talk about that a little bit because I think that might be a good example of a hard conversation for her and for me. Yeah. Um, you'd been pretty moody for like a couple of months. It was, Maybe I mean, a month. It, I, it was, I didn't show up for a few months. It wasn't that long. It was four months. I had four told months. You. Well, like three and a half. Okay. So, and it, it's nothing, I don't want to go into what it was, but there's yeah. just something on her mind that she, we're pretty open with each other and she hadn't told me about. And she was kind of moody and snippy and, and emotional and yeah. granted there was other hormonal things going on there that was yeah. new that and then like homework and stuff I was yeah. stressed about but that yeah. wasn't all of it yeah so I was just thinking okay there's got to be something that like we need to either talk about or I need to help you with because something's off like you know yeah. you know your kids so we sat down and she was in tears and told me this thing that she'd been like wanting to tell me and I was you know, a complete wreck thinking like, oh my gosh, what could this be? <laughs> and it was something way less intense than I well, was expecting. Was it as bad as you thought it was? No, like it was, it was like on a scale from one to 10, I was expecting like a seven or an eight and it was like a two oh. or a three. So, okay. I mean, don't take that to I know. mean that I want I know. you to like go yeah. to a seven or an eight or a yeah. 10, but like I was really worried about what was going on because you just, your attitude, your mood, your emotions were all over the place. So when you finally told me about it and we were able to talk, like, I feel like you felt better, right? Did you feel yeah. like, like a weight was lifted or yeah. you just didn't have to hide anything anymore? Yeah. You're not used to that, right? I hope not. Because <laughs> um, we're pretty open about anything. And that's where I want my kids to, I mean, especially with girls, <laughs> I think there's a lot that they feel like they can't come to their parents about or don't want to. Yeah. And there's some things you kind of can't though. There's yeah. certain things certain parents would mm. certain parents or any parents. I think certain parents. It depends on the parent. And yeah. what like their morals are and if what they think. Yeah. First time I think I've used that word morals. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but you felt like you could talk to me about things, which made me feel better. Yeah. But then I also had that feeling of before, like you waited to where I was like, crap, like she can't talk to me. Well, I just didn't know what you would think about it. Right. But also the open communication leads to conversation. And I feel like we had a really, really good in-depth, somewhat uncomfortable, I feel like for both of us, yeah. <laughs> un- uncomfortable conversation. But I feel like we both got out what we needed to. You understood a lot more of why I didn't want you to do certain yeah. things. And I think that landed better than me just getting mad at you. Yeah. I think some of the things you told me about, like, why you didn't want that to happen. Yeah. It definitely made me understand it more because those were things that I didn't really know. Right. Or didn't think about, maybe? Yeah. And just things that I never really knew. Yeah. Because there are certain things that you went through that you didn't want me to go through. Yeah. I didn't get that and, before. And that's one thing that I think especially us moms, it's hard to let our kids know that, like, we're human. <laughs> like, we made mistakes. We keep making mistakes. That's life. But realizing that sometimes maybe if we went through something, maybe our kids don't have to go through that exact thing because we can, you know, basically not let history repeat itself. Like, but I feel like to do that, you have to tell them what happened. Exactly. And not just, like, don't do this, don't do that. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Right. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I did as a kid that I'm not proud of or wished I wouldn't have, but, and I'm not saying I couldn't go to my parents. I think I did for, for certain things, but I wasn't as open with my parents. And so I think that's why I push so much because I, I, I wish I would have been in certain aspects. And so I want to encourage that behavior with my kids, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that so far. Yeah. I mean, your brother, it's a little harder yeah. for him to open up. With him, he just, like, has a meltdown. And yeah. Then, sorry. Doesn't want to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. He gets really, yeah. <laughs> he's he's an emotional, mm-hmm. tender-hearted kid. 
which is a good thing. Yeah. But we're trying to toughen him up while also keeping keeping that tender, loving heart of his intact because that's one big thing we love about him. Yeah. You have a tendency to shut down a little bit if you're upset. a little bit. Just a little bit. So what is a mom can I do or if maybe some of these other moms are having hard time talking to their daughters if they're going through things like what do you think would be your advice to them on keeping open communication I think if you don't just like get mad at them right away then they know it's okay to talk about it without them getting mad at you but then if you just like automatically well you shouldn't have done that blah 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 I'm mad you yeah Grounded and stuff like that. Yeah. But You've never really been like that. No, but I mean, also, you're still young and there's not been really big things. Yeah. I mean, not cleaning your room is one thing. <laughs> I mean, you get consequences from that. And there will be certain times. I mean, just like a football game. But last year? The year before? I don't know. One of the years. There was a football game and she was supposed to sit in the stands with her friend's mom. I did the absolute opposite of yeah. that. And was... what was the first thing you said when you got in the truck? I told you what happened exactly. because I didn't want you to, like, find out from someone else and then be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, too, like, I was a kid. I understand that, like, in football games, you know, there's walking around. But I also understand, like, what happens when you walk around in football games. Nothing so. happened, though. I'm trustworthy. <laughs> well, for now, you're, you're also human. Yeah, well, then I didn't really have, like, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, we and, – and your dad had those rules. And that's mm-hmm. one thing I will say is I feel like we try to be very on the same page with things. Even if n- maybe one of us doesn't necessarily agree, we try to stand um, at the same ground. <laughs> is where he didn't want her walking around at all. I was thinking she could walk around a little bit, check yeah. in. But he, yeah, yeah, so we compromised a little bit on what he felt was, Mm -hmm. you know, okay for you to do, and you went against that. There was, there was some consequences there, but they weren't huge, and we did appreciate that she was pretty open about it, and upfront, and told us about (laughs) it. (laughs) But That night was interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So... Having us be on the same page, or do you feel like there's a time or times that we haven't been, then it's made it hard for you? Um, not really. And then, like, at this year's football game, I went, and at first, Dad was saying, no, no walking around, you can't do anything. And then when I was there, and he got there and was, like, watching me from the top bleachers, yeah, he was like, yeah, walk around, I don't care, do whatever. Yeah. And I was like, do you want me to come check in with you? No, it's fine. Yeah. Want me to do this? No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm not used to that with dad. Yeah. This is all new for us, though. And I think that's what's hard is, like, you're our first, and it's hard because there's these are, you know, uncharted waters, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're, we're learning as we go, too. But I do, I feel like, and I'm not saying, I'm, I'm never going to say, like, I'm a perfect parent. We're doing this right. This is exactly what you should do. No, every kid is different. Just every parent is different. Figure out what different. works for you. Yes, but I do think it's it's open communication, parents being on the same page or really similar and compromising on those pages. On the same page on pages. pages. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I think that's important. I think that's helped us a ton. Mm-hmm. And so me, I'm not trying to like preach to you. I'm just sharing what's working for us. And JC's an amazing kid. She works really hard in school. And that's one thing I do want to talk about is pushing super hard at school. And I'll go back to Gilmore Girls. <laughs> when, <laughs> if you've seen Gilmore Girls, Rory, the daughter is super, super into, you know, getting straight A's, going to Harvard, going to like, you know, private schools. And she pushes herself to get, you know, 4.0 and be in the student government and yeah. on the paper and you are very self-motivated. I've never had to worry about you in school. In fact, you're way more worried about it than I am. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> probably I, isn't a good thing. Not. I mean, it dep- uh, I don't know. I want you to work hard. I don't necessarily care if 
that means you get a D or an A or a B or a C. Yeah. If you're working hard and you're learning and you're doing your best, like yeah. that's what matters to me. I think as long as someone's doing their best, then it's fine. Yeah. I don't want you to be neglectful, but I also have a different perspective on yeah. public school then. Like there's certain do. kids I know that like their parents push them to get A's and they're trying their hardest and they just can't. Right. And then they just give up. Yeah. I don't know. It, that That's a hard one for me, but I love that you are self-motivated and that you're driven to do that and that you do work hard, but they're that same might have been, yeah, it was that same conversation that we had, that tough one, that I said, okay, but that's not all that's bugging you. And you agreed that, like, school was really, really challenging you at that time. Yeah. I've got and, a hold of it now, though. Yeah. Because it's just... So what do you think helped? Because that day we had a little conversation. I said, okay, what can I do to help you and what can you do to help you? I think that's when I kind of stopped worrying as much. Yeah. Because now it's kind of just, like... It's okay if I don't finish something, which I know sounds, like, dumb, but, like, as long as I get, like, a B on it, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Instead of, like, crap, I got a B and not an A, I'm going to have a meltdown now. Right. Because you were. You were, like, in tears if you didn't get an A. And I do want you to work hard. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I want you, but I don't want your mental health and your mental, emotional well-being to be super low just to get an A. I don't want you to be up all night studying or working on stuff, not get any sleep and be a mess all the time because you have a little bit of that tendency to get really perfectionist and really stressed over and really stressed over the little things. You, you know yourself. (laughs) Yeah. I love that about you. you. You are very, you're very self-driven <laughs> and a quick learner. That's one thing. That yeah, I, really, I am a quick learner. You you catch on to things good. And I don't want to say that you're just like good at everything that you I'm try. Not. I'm not. <laughs> but you catch on quick. You're willing to fail. You're willing to learn. Yeah. You're willing to get better. And you're willing to dig into something to learn it. Do you feel like that's – I feel like that's It depends you. on the thing. If you're interested in it. Yeah. If, if I'm interesting – if I'm not interested in it, then it's out the window. I don't give a crap about it. But Kind of like my motivational stuff that I'll talk to you about, our personal development. Yeah, I just, like, zone out. <laughs> Hunter is my personal development kid. I'm not. JC's not so much. I think some things settle in sometimes that I've said here and there. And maybe when you get older, but maybe not. Hunter will, like, he was watching Ed Milet on our way to Salt Lake once, <laughs> like, on my phone. He was listening to Ed Milet with his uh, little stuffed animals. And then I was sitting in the back listening to music, drawing, or yeah. reading. Which like, I don't think is, it's fine. I mean. I like being able to, like, kind of, not zone out, but, like, just. Be in your own artsy world. My own little area. Yeah. Do you feel like you're. Um, I want to say you're you're people person, but not a lot of people person. Like you, you like, like I'm selective people person. I'm a selective people person, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You have a few close friends, and you te- you keep that circle pretty mm-hmm. pretty tight. Yeah. Um, one thing I will talk about is your phone. I had somebody ask about that too. Um, what phone we have you use? And I guess I want to ask your opinion. So what we've done so far is I just had a, we had an old phone that we designated as her phone with. Like iPhone 8, right? Yeah, it's an older iPhone. iPhone. And it doesn't have hardly any storage on it. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of a problem for your book, but that's fine. We're working on figuring that out. Yeah. But as far as what it's used for, because yeah. why it started was um, they were homeschooled in 2020 or when it went to homeschool I guess and I was working and they didn't want to go and so they stayed home sometimes or she would stay home and Hunter would go with me to where she was home alone and I needed a way to get in touch with her so we set up that phone just on an old email of mine set up an apple id and she can use it in wi-fi like it doesn't have a phone number it's just like her email so then I can't like give my 
small number of people. Yeah, so you only have a few people on your contacts. Yeah. I turned off. So if you're not aware, I know there's a lot of like um, different kids' phones. I looked at a few then, and none of them really covered our area because we're in like a rural town in Utah. (laughs) And so those weren't really an option at the time. I think now it's more, there's a couple that are available and those are good options. Those are, I think, strictly call and maybe some text. But at the time, it just worked out to where I was like, okay, if she has Wi-Fi at home, that I feel works. like the thing is, it depends on the kid. Because if, like, a kid's phone, like, I don't know. Like, with mine, it's, like, just like that. But, like, I can take pictures. Yeah, and, and FaceTime. Stuff. Yeah. I feel like FaceTime's been good. Yeah with cousins or grandparents or even us at times. Mm -hmm. And so what I did is I grabbed the phone and before she even got it turned off um, to where she can't download apps in the settings. So if you go to it, you deleted the app store. Yeah. So if you go into settings and then into screen time, you can, you can have free range on anything. Like there's so many different settings you can turn off the internet, you can turn off certain like adult websites, you can turn off um, the apps, like I deleted the app store to where she doesn't have any social media, which we're going to get into here in a minute too. No social media, no apps, no anything. It's basically just text, calling, and that's it. Like <laughs> there's, yeah. there's nothing else that you really do on there. But we had rules around it to where, and she's, you've never really got to take away no. for anything you've done on the phone. Um, she has to have it downstairs along with her iPad. Every you night. sounds so spoiled. Jeez. I know. She draws but, like, a lot I on it. I got it, it so. for a certain reason. Yeah. Anyway, so both of those have to be downstairs. And the same thing goes for the iPad. You you can have, you know, the parental controls on there too. The thing is that has the app store. I haven't done anything because yeah. I don't really need anything. The only thing I did was like that drawing app. Yeah. I think that's the only thing I've ever downloaded on it. That on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. But like you say, we keep an eye on that a lot. And I get that kids are going to be kids and they're going to do sneaky stuff. I'm not saying you have, but in the future. That's why we keep a really close eye on it. <laughs> um, but also, um, just in the parental controls, you go through everything. Um, you go into... You can go into, there's so many different things. So like you said, just pull up even your phone if you're an adult. Go into your iPhone settings into um, screen time and just look at all the different options on, you know, the controls. Her other rule was, so it has to be downstairs at night and you've done good. Like there's been a few times we reminded you, but. Well, it's only because I've been like getting ready to go to bed and like, you know, been doing other things and then I was going to. Yeah. So it's downstairs all night, every night. And then the other rule is we go through the phone constantly. I need to be better about doing that more lately. I well, just have it because I feel like, like I with, trust you. With that, it's like, it's not like I feel like I can't say anything. It's just like, not that like there's anything to hide. It's just right. like, I don't know. Does it help you not say sketchy stuff though, or have people? Why would on I there? say sketchy stuff, and why would I have random people on there? Um, because that's what kids do. That's what humans well, do. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm grateful odd. that you're. I'm grateful that you are the way you are. We'll say that. But also, I'm not gonna just leave it to chance forever. Like just because you've been trustworthy up to now, like trust but verify. I feel like for you, just as much as for us. That's our rules with phones. Um. Figure out what works best for you. I know there's a lot of different options for phones, but the Wi-Fi only, like... It, it depends. It's been a, Now that I'm getting older, it's, like, a little difficult. Yeah, if she goes places with people. But usually if you're with someone, they have a phone. But we yeah, will. We're going like, to look into something a little different. But even at that, it'll probably be similar. iPhone with the controls on it, but it'll have cell service. So that's really the only... Thing we've done phone wise for you yeah and we started that a little bit sooner than I ever wanted to but just because she was home and I needed something but like I've that been responsible with it haven't I yeah yeah you really have and I we appreciate that and that's the thing is I feel like where there's trust 
there's more um, privileges, more responsibilities given to you. So I want to go into a little bit about social media. So when you were in G second grade, I remember you got in the truck with a few friends and they already had like all of them had cell phones texting their mom that they were like with me. Mm-hmm. So you were I, like begging yeah. me for a phone. And I said, no, absolutely not. I think I remember that day and I think I remember who it was. Yeah. So we were talking about, and I'm, I'm not judging if your kids have a phone at a younger age, it's for different things for different people. Um, this is strictly what we have decided to do. What, what we are doing I'm in no way trying to attack you or tell you how to do it. (laughs) This is just what's worked for us. I've been very concerned about social media with you. And so very early on, I, we talked about like why I don't want you to have a social media yet. And that's been like four or five years ago. And there was that one time when I was like selling bracelets, but that was like, you had control of it. Yeah. An Instagram page. But then we deleted that because mm-hmm. we just weren't using that yeah. anymore. But do you feel like you wanted social media, whether it be like Snapchat or what's the one, the other one that people have? Be Real. Be Real, which I don't even know what that is, or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Do you feel like that's something that's been hard to not have? It's not been hard. There's been a few times like, oh, that would be cool, but it's fine. It's not like. Yeah. Do you understand our reasoning behind not yeah. wanting you to have it yet? Definitely. Do you feel like it's helped you not have it or hurt you? Mm, helped plus like there's no point in doing it. So I've been thinking a lot about like the effects of social media even on like us adults as women. Like because I feel like it's a problem. Like even for me, you do. I mean, I think that we all do. You see the filters. You see the, the different um, things you can put on photos and Photoshop and you see – so many incredible, incredibly beautiful women, which even in real life, even in reality without filters, they're beautiful and talented. And so I know if I struggle with it, it's got to be something that like teens struggle with. Mm -hmm. Because I know as a teen growing up, I didn't have all that and I still struggled. Like we're talking, and nowadays girls don't go through like an awkward phase, I don't feel like. (laughs) Like, at 13, I did not look like you do. <laughs> like, I got good jeans, I guess. Well, I was wearing, like, blue eyeshadow and white eyeliner and plucking my eyebrows Holy to where there crap. was, like, none left. And I need to do that. No. No, like, just, no. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> um, I feel like as a teen girl, like, I struggled with confidence issues and insecurities. And with, you know, the adding of social media and... Photoshop and filters and all the things that girls have today, I feel like it has to be difficult for them. So a roundabout way of, that was a long way to ask you this, but what do you think are some ways that you've built or that girls could build like confidence? Well, I mean, for me it was different because like, you know what boosted my confidence. Yeah. And I feel like having so- a boy like you. <laughs> Should we just be real? Yeah. <laughs> that helped with my confidence more than I ever thought it would. But why do you think that is? Like you didn't feel confident I feel before like, that? Like why how that helped or what? Yeah, like how did that why did that help? Why did you not looking in the mirror us telling you like, why did it take that, do you think, to really have you see it? I feel like just, like, it's not like your family telling you or your friends. <laughs> like, we're obligated? Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't have to. He just... Yeah. Thought you were cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, other than that, what do you think? I mean, even maybe not, like looks wise but even just like capability wise like you're pretty confident depends on what it is yeah but you'll try new things I feel like if I get really good at something yeah I'm decently confident but so would you say like doing things and practicing and getting better not quitting yeah and 
just not caring what other people look like because it's just you can't change it no you're just in in your um what am I trying to say in your heart of hearts you're just you've got more confidence than most girls I see or have seen like growing up like when I was growing up which I love to see and I know that it's not all the time like that Mm -hmm. you're not always just confident yeah that's for sure so what would you say to a girl if she's feeling not confident about herself well, like, with both my friends, it's different with what I tell them. Okay. And, like, I feel so stupid saying, I keep saying it depends on the person, but I think it does. But <laughs> I feel like, sorry, I'm just, like, blah, 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 rambling on. But I think that you just shouldn't care, because I don't know, and I don't know, I don't know, I'm not good at giving advice like this with people I don't know. Because you have to know the person to know how to make them feel better. Okay. So, if I said, and this is going to be one of the cheesy things that you (laughs) like, but doing things that, like, challenge them a little bit. I feel like you doing track challenged you. (laughs) Yeah, and injured me. (laughs) But I think it gave you a confidence in an area because you did something, and even though you were like number I one, sucked at it. But even though you weren't like the first place runner, I don't do it again third. this year. By the way, I forgot to tell you that. Very good. But even though you weren't like the best or the fastest runner, like That's you doing true. something and sucking <laughs> and sucking. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Sorry, you did your best. You're just not a super fast runner. Mm-mm. And I, I don't know what was wrong. I don't know if I run weird or something, but I injured myself. Well, I it's just because you hadn't ran like that a whole lot so we'll just need to get you prepared for it this year yeah but I feel like that did boost your confidence so I feel like doing a little bit doing I feel like it did I saw you I watched change you and I think us doing things and you seeing progress and things even just like archery like Mm -hmm. that's boosted your confidence level and I mean taking pride in how you Cause you 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 aren't like Chrissy, but you take pride in what you look like, and I think that helps. I really do. I feel like another thing for like boosting your confidence is find someone that will actually help, not like sucky friends. Oh, I like that. And like good friends who, like, if you're like, yeah, I don't like, eh. well, I mean, not like in a like give me compliments way, right. but I like I don't like how I look. Right. Not, like, in that cocky way, like, oh, give me compliments. But, like, if you find someone who, if you talk about that and you can actually talk about it, too, and they'll, like, help you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good, that's a really good point is friends. Having good friends. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. Yeah. Do you think that's a problem for people your age, finding good friends? Yeah. It definitely is. Yeah. Because there's just a few. Like, it depends on who you are because, like, you have certain friends. Yeah, of of what you like. Yeah, yeah. I (laughs) said it depends, it depends, it depends. I can't stop with that. (laughs) But, yeah, I think it – I almost said it depends again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think if you can find good friends that, like, support you, that's really good. Like, I had a problem with that, and it was – my self-esteem was – lower than it was and then I just stopped being friends with that person well okay put it in better terms than that but that's how it was okay I know it sounds like I'm a jerk but well I don't think it's necessarily that you're a jerk I think it's just you guys didn't align with Mm -mm. with certain things Mm -mm. and there was just certain things I disagreed with yeah which and honestly I respect you for not allowing that friendship to go on. I don't feel like it was and I'm not I'm not saying like she's not a nice girl or yeah. anything. She just I think now she has her friends that she goes with. Good that friends. I feel like have are more aligned like of how they like what they want to do and mm-hmm. and I think that's how it should be. And I think your confidence level has improved. And I think confidence is what is going to get any kid through, you know, junior high, high school, Mm -hmm. and even in their 20s, 
because that's when you're finding who you are. That's like, that's when you're developing this person that you're, you know, possibly going to become for many, many years. Yeah. And so having good friends and getting rid of the ones that aren't is important. Mm -hmm. Like finding, definitely finding your people. I was like, I struggled just to like not be friends with her anymore because it just we were friends for we were friends and then not friends and then friends again yeah and then it just didn't work out anymore and I feel like it was probably mutual yeah your personalities just didn't mesh I think it was somewhat mutual it was more on my end that I didn't want to be friends anymore and so that's one thing that I never really had the confidence growing up to like discontinue discontinue friendships I don't know how however you would say that I did it in a not great way and just started not talking to her very much but then you guys did have a conversation yeah and you're pretty blunt which I had to even be like hey JC you gotta have a little tact and a little grace and but with that certain person it was just kind of it needed to be said so you were honest though you weren't just hurtful just to be hurtful Mm -mm. like you were honest about your feelings and so I think that's important where if you are ending a friendship or even just distancing yourself a little bit, because you still talk to that person yeah, and you still interact a little bit here and yeah. there, but you don't hang out anymore. You don't mm-hmm. talk a lot on the phone or anything anymore. I don't anymore. talk to her on the phone at all anymore. Yeah. So Other than for certain things that I need to know for class, but. But yeah, you still have that relationship to where you can be civil. You can be nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I think that's one thing I like about you is you you are nice to people. Like you're you're kind, but also you're not gonna take any crap. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And so Mm-mm. we've been working on tact and having, you know, some class <laughs> in how you approach yeah. those conversations. But I do respect that you have enough respect for yourself and for other people that you stand up for other people, you stand up for yourself. Yeah. And I appreciate that about you. Because I think there's a lot of, and I'm, I'm saying me because I was this way in school and even into, you know, my 20s. And sometimes I still fight it, but just being that person that doesn't want to cause waves and doesn't want to cause rifts and yeah. wants to just keep people happy. Yeah. But there's a certain point where if they're causing you to lose your peace. Just like, I know this sounds so mean, but just like. Get them away. Just don't allow them into your space as much. Yeah. And just distance yourself from them. Mm -hmm. And I would even be the person that would say, you don't even owe an explanation sometimes. Like sometimes Mm -mm. just just quietly distance yourself and just do other things. And you'll find your people, they'll find their people. And I think that's a I think that's a good way to do it, honestly. I mean, sometimes you're gonna have to have that conversation. And a lot of the times, I mean, even in my life, like it's not necessarily that the person does anything or is like in the wrong mm-hmm. or maybe I'm in the wrong. I don't know. But <laughs> I've had to discontinue relationships. Why am I saying discontinue? Discontinue. I don't know. Anyway, I've had to distance myself from certain people and certain relationships just because it's not in this. I, I'm not the same person I was. Not hopefully for the better, but I'm just I'm just not like. I love those people. I wish them well. Like there's nothing that I, you know, wish ill will towards them. And I think as kids your age, I think there's a lot of drama that goes on with that kind of stuff. Do you feel like there's, that's one thing I did want to talk to you about and I haven't really talked to you about in a while is bullying at your age. Do you see a lot of that or hear about it? Yes. Especially at my school. I'm not saying like they're not good at with bullies, but I feel like in certain situations, they don't do crap about it. Really? Yeah. So, like, in-person bullies? or um, It's like... more in-person, but, like, I'm not one of the people that gets bullied bullied. It's just, like, like, you know, like, like the, like, friendly bullying. Oh, okay. So, I think there's something, I honestly, I heard this the other day. Um, it's, like, trendy to be mean to people. Like, say rude things instead of like compliment them like you say something in a joking way that's mean about them yeah and I feel like that's how how kids your age and even older into like their teens or early 20s I feel so old man (laughs) 
um, like talk to each other. Like they insult each other constantly. Definitely. So do you feel like that, like that can't be like good for kids' confidence Mm -mm. or relationships or friendships? There's certain people I know it hurts, it bugs them. Most of the time with me, they say it and then they're like, sorry, I'm just kidding. Right. But I feel like that's not. I know. Great. I mean, I'm not. It doesn't bug me. Well, but you also have like a. I'm sorry. Don't take any crap. Well, and your dad is a very big sarcastic. Not that he insults you a lot, but. Well. (laughs) I mean, really though. Not in that way. Like he's not. Yeah. Like he jokes around a lot. Yeah. And it took a while for me to get used to that, but you've grown up with that. Mm -hmm. So. And it's not like bad parenting. Like it, you're making it sound like he's like horrible. Parent. Oh, and he's no, not. No, he's he not. Just, he he just sure wants me to be tough. Yeah, you definitely got tough skin. Yes, I do. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. But I think that's something that even though we put up a tough front, and I think you've done that a lot in the past, is putting up this tough, tough like shell that you can have. handle it, and you can handle it, and you can handle it, and you put you push back, and you give it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. When in reality, like it really is hard. Like it hurts you. It hurts. And your then one day I just have like a breakdown and can't do it anymore yeah building confidence is so important I feel like because that's where that's where everything stems from mm-hmm. so if and this would be my I mean step in say what you feel like if, if it's different or changes but I feel like doing things that you enjoy that are going to build your confidence mm-hmm. that are going to challenge you outside of school outside of whatever your friend groups or whatever with your family, with close friends, um, that you can do things with that'll build your confidence level in things that you enjoy. So I feel like yeah. you with art, like doing your art has improved your confidence level because it's challenging to you mm-hmm. and you work through things, you work those through those emotions. Yeah. And I feel like it's good with like, I'm more like resilient, mm-hmm. like if I screw something up, then, like, I get pissed off for a little bit, and then eventually... You get upset. Pissed off. You get upset, JC. When I get mad about it, then take... Sometimes it takes me longer, but there's certain times, yeah, I'll just fix it. Sometimes I can't fix it, and, well, then, I don't know. It's just... That's a good parallel with life. It really is, because it parallels it very well. Okay. Anyway, um, so I think having that relationship with you that we can talk, that's something that I would say, like, if, and hopefully you have a parent or somebody close to you that's older in a good sense, like a good person, a good Mm -hmm. solid person that you can go to and talk to about things that you're struggling with and have a relationship with them. Just like me and you have. Yeah. I feel like it's so important. Maybe it's not a mom. Maybe it's not a dad. Maybe it's an uncle or a neighbor, mm-hmm. like an older. I, and honestly, like, I think. Just someone you can talk somebody, to. Somebody. And, and I, I have to be really careful with this, though, because I feel like there's a lot of adults. Not a lot. There's certain adults that would take advantage of that. And I don't want to put anybody's kid in a bad situation with that. Because if you have a kid that has low self-esteem and there's an adult that will take an interest, like, that could end up in a sketchy situation. Mm-hmm. Not very often, but I do want to like preface that to yeah. where make sure and and if you have a kid that maybe you guys don't jive well, but you have you know they have an aunt like you know my my, my sister Portia like you guys talk yeah sometimes like there's people I trust with my kids and there's certain things that maybe one day you won't talk to me about. I hope that you will, but I hope that you know that there's other people in life grandparents or yeah. aunts or uncles or whatever it is that you could talk to. I can talk Either to Either even teachers. Yeah. Like, I feel like you have... Like, I mean, I have teachers that I would talk to. I just would rather maybe not about talk that to other stuff. people. Well, I would right. rather talk to other people. Right, but, like, you have adults in your life that you can fall back on. Yeah. Which I think is really important. There's not... It's not just kids. You're not just relying on solely 13-year-olds mm-hmm. for advice or help with things. Sometimes that ends up bad too just 13 year olds advice <laughs> you take my advice over 13 year olds advice depending is on what, what it saying? is it depends 
No, and and I want to wrap up because it's been holy cow, it's like almost we're at almost an hour. Yeah. But <laughs> I think it's really important to have solid people in your life. Yeah. For kids. Definitely. And being willing to talk to them, even though it's hard. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that you want to finish up with on this conversation or anything else? Not really. You want to leave with the listeners? Nope. Thanks for doing this with me, darling. Yep. And I hope everybody's taken what I've said with a grain of salt and hopefully I've spoken it well enough that my intentions are <laughs> what they really <clears throat> are inside. Because I, I really wanted to have this conversation with her because, one, because she's just like my little bestie and I love her and I'm proud of her. Not that she's perfect. None no, of us are. Sure. None of us are. But <clears throat> to me, like she's, I wouldn't want any other daughter. Like she's amazing. And I appreciate her and love her and I'm proud of her. And also I want to reinforce later on when I listen to this podcast with her and be like, dude, you said you talked to me about stuff. I did. Yeah. In this podcast, you said, you said I'll talk to you. Yeah. And we have an open conversation. No, now you're going to use this against and me. Then it, and then at 16, when you don't want to talk to me, I'll be like, listen to this. You used to love me. Then I'll just say, well, too bad. That was then, not hey. now. <laughs> no, I think we do have a good relationship. And yeah. I want to continue that. Again, I know it's not easy for everyone. And if you're struggling with having a relationship with your son or your daughter, like I can feel for you on that. Because there's been times with both my kids that it's been a struggle and we haven't been able to have that open communication or see eye to eye on things. So just keep trying. Let them know you love them. Let them know you're there for them. And like on those bad days, like we talked about earlier, there's going to be times that, like she said, like she's going to want to be left alone. And I can understand that because I'm the same way. And then there's times that she's going to want to cry and talk to me. and Without being judged. Right. But also I have to have. I know. Boundaries and discipline and consequences but after not yes. like right then i agree with that i agree with that Alrighty, comfort well, then um parent parent yeah not parent there's a different word but i can't think of it so never mind i guess it's parent yeah parent it is <laughs> then be a parent because that's one thing that i do think and maybe I, okay we're gonna go just a few seconds here okay what do you feel like as far as like discipline like, we are not great at disciplining you. We're not great well, at following like through is, with discipline. Is there anything I do that I would need disciplined on? Yes. I mean, even as simple as, like, not unloading the dishes. But, the, I mean. Did I do that? Yeah, oh. you did today. Okay. But there's certain times that, yes, you'll have to do things in addition to or you'll have consequences. But usually if I just talk to you through things and, like, remind you about, like, why it's important, I feel like that helps. Yeah. Do you think that's better than disciplining does that land yeah. better for you yeah and then sometimes like I really do just forget yeah and I need a reminder to do it yeah all right so yeah okay tell everybody bye bye <laughs> bye all right thanks you guys we will catch you next week see ya